Welcome. Welcome. To, to the 2 by 2 podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Harold. And we are from, whoa, we are from Burlington Baptist Church. And uh, we are brought to you today by our good friends at CrossFit Northern Kentucky. Um, right. Over in, I guess it's Florence, behind Tractor Supply. They're good buddies of ours, and they're nice enough to sponsor the show. Uh, which is really easy because all I do is just go into the gym, work out, and say thank you. Our thank you, and our podcast is brought by you guys. Which they're but they are awesome. So if they're watching, hey guys. Yep. I haven't seen them in a while. We just got back from a fishing trip. Fishing. Yep. So Sunday yesterday, and this is the earliest we've done our podcast. I got to get. We're, we're early today. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Right, it's like good. we got our kind of like kind of almost like we got our stuff together. Yep. Hey, tell us how your dad's doing. Uh, he's doing, uh, well, I talked to him yesterday. He sounded bad, but he just said he's tired. I didn't, he didn't get sick. Okay. He said, and it, so that's good, but, um, that's a pretty, he's getting a pretty intense three day inpatient chemo. So, uh, but other than that, he's doing pretty good. The mom said he was eating some, which is also good. And yeah. like I said, didn't make him real sick. And you, you're going <laughs> to, you'd have to remove my dad's probably his lower jaw. To keep him from eating. Oh. So, <laughs> I don't think there's anything other than that that would keep him from actually eating. But uh, no, he's doing okay. So, That's good. Uh, for so far. So far, so good. good. But uh, you want to pray us in? Yep, let's All do right. it. Lord, we love you. And uh, we thank you for sending Jesus to die for our sins. And uh, teach us, continue to keep, teach us some things about suffering and just trials in life and difficulties. We pray for... Uh, for Danny and and others that are going through hard times and, and cancer, battling cancer and and uh, some battling COVID and uh, other things, some in the hospital, we just lift them up to you. Bless those who are listening tonight and uh, just help us to to honor you with your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we'll give you a, we'll give a little background. So from last week, your sermon series on Job again, which I'm pretty excited about. I won't say that I don't pay attention to your other sermons because I do, but I, t- I tend to pay a little bit closer attention to this one because, you know, we've talked yeah. about the background that I have with, with the book personally. Well, good. You can maybe fix some stuff. If no, I don't. <laughs> maybe. Man, I wrote a couple papers on it. So um, about the and, and for me, it's one of those books pretty easy to write on. Yeah. Uh, you know, not not that necessarily it's easy to understand or figure sure. out exactly what's going on, but, but yeah. for me it's easy to write on. Um, but any, anyway – so we've got God considering or telling Satan, can you have you considered Job, which he, he knew he was already considering because he was, you know, God had plenty of really good things to say about him. So, sure. so he gets in there, he takes his, he gets removes his family, his livestock, all of his basically earthly riches. Yep. And Job still holds strong. Yep. Right. So that's, that's kind of a recap of chapter one. Yes. So we come back to chapter two and here we are again. Yep. Have you considered my servant Job? Yes. He's, so, give us yeah. some. <laughs> so God says, you know, to Satan, you know, you you said if I took all that away, he's going to curse me. Right. You said that he only worships me and and has integrity because of the blessings. Right. And uh, so we took those away, and uh, you know, he still, uh, you know, he worships me. He 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 still holds his integrity, and uh, of course, Satan wants to. Well, um, Satan basically was like, well. You protected him. Yeah. You got rid of all the stuff, but you didn't give me yeah. so any let, access to him at all. So let right? me come against him, take away his health, and uh, guarantee you this time he'll he'll curse you to your face. It's guarantee it. In- guarantee it. Okay. Guarantee it. And, uh, 
You know, Satan's a great accuser. Yeah. And, uh, you know, God knows us. Mm -hmm. And uh, he knew Job. And uh, he didn't say it's going to be easy, but but he, he said go ahead and yeah. and come against him. And, uh, you know, Satan does. He comes against him, gives him these sores, these bulls from the from his head to his toes. And uh, he's miserable. Yeah, he's scraping his... So his, so his house is gone. His kids are gone. His farm is gone. Yeah. And he's sitting in a pile of rubble. Yeah. Better, you know. Ashes. Ashes and rubble. Yeah. And he's taking a broken pot and he's scraping these sores off of himself because he's in such a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah. And so uh, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, especially as men, we, we, we're not so good with pain sometimes no. and sickness and stuff that's going to last. And uh, this is be terrible to uh, just to have boils and these sores all over you. And uh, you're already dealing with all the other loss. And uh, and so now the physical part of it, of course, his wife comes and says. We'll get to that. But okay. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, I mean, I like the way that you kind of preface that. But, but before we get to that, so I, I thought about where this was, right? In the tradition of the day. So they didn't really, so you've got a dry, dusty, dirty place. He's sitting in ash, right? I mean, it's yeah. pretty gross. So he's got open sores. They didn't really bathe. They took oil baths where they would scrape the oil off of themselves. So you can't really get clean. So you've got open sores, sitting in ash, all this dirty stuff. Pretty much the worst combination of things that you could have for what he's got going on, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had a professor that told me one time when we talked about the book of Job. The book of Job is a perfect example of why we should stop being crybabies. That's how, I mean, that's how he kind of summed the book up, right? Of yeah. course, when you get to 38 and 41 in the poetry part of what God basically shows Job himself yeah. through all that, we won't skip ahead. But basically, with the first couple chapters of this book, he basically said, Job is basically a book to show believers why they should stop being crybabies. Hmm. I thought that was an interesting, yeah. you know, an interesting way to do it. But no. So, yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, I think a lot of times we have the perception that all the good stuff comes from God. And, right. And uh, all the, the evil and bad stuff comes from Satan. <clears throat> well, he's going to talk. He's going to talk about that here in a second. Yeah. When she yeah. gets. Yeah. So. Yeah. When, when you, you know, yeah. Now we can get there. So his <laughs> wife says, are you still holding on to your integrity? Curse God and die. And again, we just said, you know, the wife has lost all this too. Right. She, except for her health, she's lost her children and, and livestock and everything too. And, and, and she seeks Job and it, maybe it frustrates her that, that he's still worshiping God right. and, and, um, and he says, you speak as a foolish woman speaks. Should we accept good from God? Should we only accept good from God and not, uh, this translation, adversity or mm -hmm. evil or uh, the bad stuff? Yeah. My, mine has, should we, should we accept only the good gifts from God and not accept the bad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And through this all, Job did not sin in what he said. And so, uh, you know, just kind of understanding that, you know, God is sovereign over over all circumstances, and again, Satan can't come against us without God's permission, which brings us peace in knowing that. And uh, again, we say that if, you know, I think that we can say this, that if God allows it, then he's got a purpose for it, yeah. and we'll use it to make us more like Jesus. And uh, not that we'd sign up for it and say, yeah, bring me some suffering. Right. Uh, but but suffering, afflictions, some of those things produces some things in us, patience and, and uh, character and lots of things that we need. Uh, 
we wouldn't <laughs> we don't ask for it. We don't say, Lord, give me some give me some affliction. <laughs> Lord, you know, I've just had it too good. Give me some affliction. Recently, can you give me some terrible stuff to yeah. pile on and yeah, we, let me sit in a pile of you you know, you know we kinda of talk about this and, and and you hit on this in your sermon and I think that we may have talked about it the week before, but you know, when we're doing revelation in our class and there was a specific point in the in the commentary that I read that said, I think a lot of Christians believe that that God and Satan are kind of the yin and the yang, that they're on this certain level with each other. Yeah. But they're not. No. You know, God is God is sovereign, he's the ultimate power, he's the Alpha the Omega, you know. So you know, Satan has to have permission. Now he's giving him some dominion on earth, you know, to yeah. tempt and all that stuff. Sure. But I think, you know, even for some for me, who who, you know, I'm going for my third degree in theology it's kind of like you know i think that sometimes i'm like you know they're, they're these two yeah you know yeah. mortal enemies battling back and forth and that's just not the way it no, is absolutely you know. and we, we would have no peace if if right. we didn't know how things were going to turn out we'd right. be like well, i hope god you know, i hope god pulls this one out <laughs> he is going to pull it out yeah. uh he's yeah. all powerful uh, all-knowing and uh, good in all mm-hmm. his ways, and so Satan's the accuser, and he does it. I think he does that same thing for us. He, he, he wants to come against us, mm-hmm. and uh, and and God knows, you know, what we need, and allows some of the things come our way, and uh, we we don't, you know, Job doesn't get an explanation for none of this. Mm-hmm. He just it just happens to him. And, uh, man, I don't know if it could get any worse than yeah. what he's facing here. Something I thought about while you're preaching on. On Sunday, and as I was reading through this, was he's taking his kids, he's taking his farm, he's taking his house, he's taking his wealth, he's taking his his health. Yeah. But it, the the wife is left alone. Yeah. It's kind of a odd thing, right? I don't, you know, I don't know if I've ever heard anything ever spoken all that. Just it shocked me that she's, you know, and and the interesting part is she's suffering right along with him. Yeah. So know. we can't be too hard on her, right? Because given if we were in that same situation, we we might respond more like the wife than we absolutely absolutely and i said that god and that satan sometimes uses people close to us to to try to accomplish his objectives right and his objective was for job to curse god and so here's his wife saying won't you just curse god and die because this is terrible and uh the one who you know her her, she's got bad theology you know (laughs) uh but but you know sometimes there's people around us who uh when we go through hard things they they say things that aren't true you know maybe we do sometimes Uh, yeah i'm i'll I'll be the you know i always have (laughs) i always have plenty to say usually but um when people suffer like heavy loss i just i feel so bad because i don't you know it's just like uh i don't have anything to say i love you and you know i'm whatever you need but there's not a whole lot you can yeah you you can say so I, the the interesting thing about Job and and the the, the illustration you used of his wife coming in and, and kind of using Satan to t- you know it's not her intent she doesn't know you know what I mean she's just like what have we done yeah. that all of this stuff comes piling down and you know it's that give up that give up moment yeah where she says you know just curse God and die let's just get it over with yeah you and know. so some people say things like well you know you go through suffering it'll either make you bitter or, or better right kind of the same thing sure and uh, <clears throat> that's the tendency and then these three friends show up are you, you want to talk about them now absolutely got some questions no 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 well, i won't get I, and, I say 
if you, <laughs> when you get into this, they look like the three best friends anybody could ever have, yeah. right? Yeah, but, and they, yeah. you know they've certainly and they're not bad, but they certainly you know they make a sacrifice. They hear they hear about it and right. they go into action, which is right. what we should do. If if we know someone's suffering, we we go and uh, and so you know they they called into work and said, hey, we got to take off. We got to go take care of our buddy, mm. and they go there and they they just sit there. They uh, weep with him and they tear their, their clothes and throw dust in the air. Th- those are all, you know, they're mourning with him. And uh, they sat there for seven days and nights without saying anything. And uh, and so they, they saw his suffering was, you know, they was unimaginable to them. And uh, well, it's kind of why I bring up the, you, there's not really a whole lot to say. Sometimes there isn't. No. I mean, what do you say? No. Right. They don't, you know, no. but. To sit with somebody for seven, I mean, that's a huge, yeah. that's a huge deal. Yeah. And, you know, that's why these, from the start, <laughs> from the start of that, they look like the they three got, best guys yeah, ever, right? Yeah, if they just had yeah. opened their mouth, they'd be <laughs> good shape. Yeah, and, you know, I mentioned there have been times where you get a call and uh, you're on the way and, and uh, you, you, you kind of know what's going on and you, yeah. and I've cried out to God and say, Lord, I don't know what in the world I would say. I don't, and, uh, you know, his spirit kind of, you know, you know his spirit's there, and uh, and you get there, and you just you don't have to say a lot. Yeah. You just you're just there, and uh, you you love and. What's the thing? I think it speaks speaks volume sometimes. If you know, hey, I don't want you to tell me, yeah, this is bad. I know it's bad. Yeah. Just sit here and suffer with me. Yeah. You know, just be with me. Yeah. Just show me that you're you know that and, you're by my side or whatever. And that's a huge deal, I think. And sometimes you you know, you know, I've obviously you know there's been times where you've you sit with someone all night long oh. and and the person's still there and you don't know, you know, when to leave. Should I leave now? Or, you know, will it be three or four days? And you don't, right. we don't know sometimes, right. but, but the, just the, the being there is no. such a big thing to people, especially when they don't have anybody else. Sometimes, you know, some people have family and, yep. and that's, they're there for them. But, uh, so, so these guys show up and, uh, you know, they, they sympathize with him, yeah. And uh, you know, I think they're going to give him the opportunity to speak first, right? Uh, which is you know respectful. And um, and again, we, we're going to get in a couple of weeks some of the silly things they say, which which aren't that silly, <laughs> but they're wrong, right? And I uh, mean, if you look at it, it, you know, this is one of those things that you could pluck out. I mean, minus the. Children being, I mean, you know, minus the way that this kind of within, you know, one right after the other, these things happening to somebody, something, somebody's going through something that, that is bigger than what you can, you or I can explain or, or bigger yeah. than what they can explain. This, you could pluck this out and set it today yeah. and go, Hey, look at this guy, dude. He was at the top of the world and he was this and this and this just completely blessed in every way. And now look at him. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, you know, I've been. You know, I've been at rock bottom before, but I've never been really the top of anything, you know, uh, but, but it's one of those deals where, you know, this is, you can see this. And then when they start asking him and start talking to him, it's, you can hear again, not the inner monologue or, or the, or the outer monologue between the friends, but this is something that he could be kind of going through in his mind as well. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. with that but, kind of stuff. A couple of things I'd point out here is, you know, pastorally, uh, you, you don't have to say things you know people they feel like they got to say something right and i've told people before you know even maybe at a visitation i've told family before i'm like you know there's gonna be some people come through here tonight and they're gonna say some weird things (laughs) and they don't 
they don't mean it. They right. just they feel like they got to say something, right. and they're going to say things like, "Well, he's better off now," or things that are that they probably even hurt a little bit. Sure. And uh, just just know that they love you and they're here, and uh, just overlook you know some of the and and I tell people who who some people they don't go because they like I don't I don't know what I'd say. Right. Just just show up. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you know I, you know I think about something when you said that you know you're they're better off. You know, but you're better off. I, I remember being doing a funeral, and as we're the the line was getting done, it was an older couple, and the guy was a good Christian man, you know. Yeah. And I heard somebody kind of say to the to the wife that was left is you know you know he's way better off where he's at, and she's like, well, I'm not. Yeah. And it yeah. just kind of <laughs> just kind of yeah. stopped, and I was like, oh well, I, which is true, you know, she's going to miss him until she gets up there, and you know, it's, it, you know, it's kind of and and again. Death and, and it's interesting. It's hard. Yeah, it's just it's, you and, don't uh, and again have anything. You don't have the words to comfort yeah. anybody. It's yeah. just not the way it goes. I got a, a a buddy, Stephen, who was my youth pastor's pastor. Now he's doing a a funeral today for a two month old. And, uh, you know, there's there's not a lot. You you know, you want to tell people God loves them and uh, has prepared a place and and but you can't. You know, I, I said an explanation never you know heals a heart. You know. We don't have explanations for right. some things, and we we live in a fallen world, and there's going to be affliction and suffering, and we need to be honest about that. And God's grace is sufficient, but uh, it, do, it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt so bad sometimes. Yeah, you know, I got a, a interesting kind of the way God's timing works, and I'm going to sideline here for a second, and yeah. I just did a paper on uh, Jephthah's bow and his daughters, you know, him, him sac- having to sacrifice his daughter. And I think about what she had asked him for two months. Let me take my friends. Yeah. You know, I want some friends like that. Yeah. You know, I, I, and to be honest with you, I'll take some friends like this. Yeah. You know, say, <laughs> yeah. you know you're, we're going, we're going to go weep because I can't get married and, you know, I'm going to die. And, and she just takes her friends up in the, in the forest yeah. and they, you know, sit there for, for a yeah. couple months together, which is, I, as I said, I need, I'm going to find me some friends like that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just a couple things just to mention, you, you know, we, we got, we hopefully can have a little bit of an eternal perspective knowing that even if we live a long life, this life is short. Yeah. And we have eternity. We have eternity to be with Jesus. We have eternity to be with those that we love. And uh, and God has prepared a place. And there's going to be no more sorrow and no more cancer, no more sickness, no more tragedies. And uh, we, we're just passing through. And uh, and yet it hurts, but it, but it helps if we can think eternally sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard to do when you're in the midst of the, the pain. I saw uh, on that on that subject, I saw a pastor, um, I think it was at a conference when he was talking about, you know, the impact of eternity, I think is what he titled his talk on or whatever. And he had a whiteboard. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, I had two whiteboards. And there was so, so he put a 150-year piece of timeline on there. And he told a girl to come up, and he said, "So how he goes? How long you want to live?" She's like, "Well, geez, I'm you know 85 at least to 90." He goes, "Well, mark your mark your life on there." Yeah. So she's you know put starts at zero and marks it to the 90. So there was you know this much line left. We flips that board over, and there's like 2,000 years. You know, this is how long. Put your put your time on there, and she got pretty close. And fl- he pulls the other whiteboard out, and he's marked off like a, a million years. Yeah. And she he goes, "Mark your." She, she puts a little speck, and he goes, "Think about this. That's magnified to the." umpteen millionth compared to eternity so you know so we're just a drop yeah you know in in the bucket but but this is what we know right right yeah so as christians it's kind of interesting to have that talk with a non-christian about 
you know, eternity and things like that. And, yeah. and, uh, I get questions. I've got questions on this book by, by non-believers before. Sure. Immediately they'll go, well, what do you think about Job? And yeah. I'm like, Oh, it's where you, yeah. <laughs> you know, you'd like yeah. to start there, huh? Okay. Yeah. But, uh, you, you know, it's one of those things where this, this life is just nothing. Yeah. Your, eternity is for everybody. You're going to spend it in one place or the other, sure. you know? Yeah. So it's interesting. And these friends, they, you know, they, they give him a week and that, I think that's awesome. <laughs> I, I can remember, uh, a, a few years ago, uh, a custodian at the church, and he he uh, had a heart attack. He lived right down the road from me. Uh, I just we I love that guy, yeah. and uh, it it was a punch in the gut when when he, when he had a heart attack, and I I had to go I had to get out of town because I couldn't talk to anybody. Really, and, uh, people knew yeah. that we were close, yeah. and they wanted to yeah they wanted to help me, but I just I couldn't. Yeah. I, I'm like I I can't talk to anybody. I I need to. I need to go, and uh, we got to give people space to do yeah. that. Sometimes it's funny, you know. It's funny that you say that because you know, with with Dad when he first got his diagnosis, and and I can't, I hate keep going back to it. Just you know, yeah. it's kind of fresh or whatever. Sure. But you know, I talked to him. It was a couple of days um, after we found out what they were going to do, and, and and the word started to kind of get out. And I called him. I said, "You doing okay?" He's like, "Yeah." He said. Uh, I said, have you had some phone calls and some texts? He goes, yeah, he goes, to be honest with you. And he'll probably get mad at me by telling this, but he goes, to be honest with you, he said, you know, I understand everybody's really, really concerned, and I, I appreciate that. He's like, I wish people would leave me alone. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> just sure. let me be. <laughs> yeah. And I, I told him, I said, you know, I get it's, that, you know, just to be able to deal with your with yeah. your stuff. But Yeah. but uh, You want people, yeah, you're thankful for people. Sure. And he uh, was. And you, know, you have but, to give them, you know, you give know, people time to, yeah. you know, I've, there's been times where I've sent a text and, and not heard anything for a couple of days, and people's like, "You haven't heard?" It? I'm like, "No," and it's okay. Right? It's okay. They they'll reply when they're ready. Yeah. And, uh, or they won't. Sometimes, yeah, you know. Sure. Sure. Um, yes, yeah, so, and you know, we we talk and even if, about discipleship. That's what we've been talking about as a staff, you know, for a long time. And and I think, you know, going along, we kind of talked this morning about you know, wanting to see some fruit and wanting to see this when something happens to somebody that that you feel like you kind of look over. I have a particular friend, and sometimes I'll text him, and sometimes he doesn't text me back. Yeah. And then I'll wait and text him again a little bit, you know, or whatever, give him a call. and But that's okay. Sure. You know, it to me, I want him to answer right back. I want him oh, to yeah. tell me everything's okay. I want, you know, that's just kind of, you know, we're we're an impatient group of people generally. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, this is. But we learn so much more through the hard times of life. Yeah. And uh, we, we want to end of the. Into my life, I want to look more and more like Jesus, and I'm I'm not going to if everything goes smoothly, and I know that deep down, uh, and yet I want to resist anything that yeah. that hurts. Yeah, and uh, and so God loves us, and uh, we got to remember that He loves us uh, just just like a father, uh, but more than a father. But He loves us and wants the best for us. Gives us grace, gives us everything we need to get through it. His His divine nature has given us everything we need for life and godliness, and uh, we we we've got to look to Him, run to Him for everything. And and Job does that. Uh, he he's got questions. We're going to see in chapter three. He's, why he he starts asking why questions, right. and I wish to, you know we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. But I don't want to jump. It's hard not to jump ahead because the way that this thing is written, it kind of loops through chapters. Sure. So I've yeah. I've tried to really not skip ahead. But here's here's something interesting. That I think that the book of Job kind of kind of speaks to me about. Sometimes when things go bad in your life, and I'll do this still, I'll kind of look back and go, "Okay, what did I do that made this right?" Like, yeah. what you know? Are you 
am I getting punished for something? What did I do? And then what can I do better yeah. to keep this from happening again? Yeah. Right? Well, it doesn't really work like that at all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, I think it's okay to always evaluate. But but you but and that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. You definitely need to evaluate yeah. in, in those times. But it's also important when things are going really good, you should probably evaluate them too. Sure. Right. And and not we don't, just we you don't know. know, you know, we get a glimpse. I mean the curtain's pulled back just a little bit right here. Right. We, we don't know what's going on in the heavenly realm. And uh, right. we, we don't understand why why we ask why a lot. Right. Uh but there is a spiritual battle going on, yeah. and uh, and and we we got to put on the armor and and stand firm and and look to you know again we talked about Paul he he had something messenger of Satan that came against him and and God said my grace is sufficient yeah. and I don't want you to become conceited right. and uh, when you're weak then you'll be strong because you'll look to me and uh, and so we want to learn some things from these guys to yeah. look to God and say God help me I I need your help I don't understand this is hard. <laughs> Give me grace. Uh, but, you know, Romans, we battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in this evil world and uh, Ephesians 6. So we, do, we don't know, but we know that if God allows it, he has a purpose for it. Yep. And uh, we can find some assurance in that. And I think, you know, <clears throat> and I think something, too, that, that kind of is interesting, especially, and, and again, I'm trying to, we're trying to relate a book that is very interesting to just your common everyday Christian believer, right? I don't think God's up there necessarily like a chess player moving pieces around. Yeah. I think that the sin that we have brought into this world, he, he has forgiven all that. But sometimes he lets us deal with the consequences on earth of that sin. Sure. Does that make, yeah. does that, did I say that where yeah. it makes sense? We, we and I'm not necessarily out. saying that that's this case, but I think there are certain cases where yeah. you make a bad decision. Is yeah. it forgiven? If you, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, but we, that doesn't mean he's going to absolve you from, from dealing with. We reap what we sow. Exactly. And sometimes we, you know, we continually sow. Which it's a difficult concept, right? Yeah. To, to think about because, you know, everybody sins. I sin, you sin, you know, everybody. And, and yes, it is forgiven. But that doesn't mean that I don't have to deal yeah. with the consequences that are brought about by that sin. Yes. Yeah. And we got the discipline piece, you know. Here on earth. Hebrews, yeah. you know, God loves us. If we're his children, he's going to discipline us. Right. And so sometimes, I mean, we got to evaluate. Yeah. Is this, you know, is this on me? Is this <laughs> discipline? What I need to learn from this? Yeah. What I need to, you know. And I think doing that, you know, if I could, again, a piece of advice for, for that, I, that I try to have, that Tina and I have really tried to do is when things are going really well, yeah. and again, and I, I make jokes about this, but with, but with, with six kids and them being the ages that they are, we don't get windows of everything going completely smoothly very often, and that's just it doesn't have sure. anything to do with our kids being bad or good. They're awesome kids, but but you have that many people, sure. something's going on. Where even in the good times, we have to sometimes step back and go, what can we, what can we learn? Yeah. What what you know? It, let's evaluate this, and I think that's really important. And as we've started doing that, um the things that used to pop up and surprise us don't surprise us as badly anymore. Yeah. And we're more prepared for yeah. that kind of thing. So not that we're Job, perfect because we, we were still, we're still working out the details, but absolutely. <laughs> the thing about Job, you know, yeah. he, when, when it was going good, he had a, a reverence and a fear for God. Right. And uh, I mean, that, that was foundational for him. He turned away from evil. I mean, he had all these, he was the greatest man in the East and right. yet he still walked with the Lord. He yep. was able to do that even when it was all taken away and just uh so we, we could learn so much from him. 
Yeah. This is awesome. I mean, I'm trying not to get so excited, but yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember back. I mean, I remember pastors in, in, in the past that I've had that have done one or two and they've taken the, the story overall. And again, you, you know, you've probably heard this too. There'll be a lot of preachers that'll spend tons of time in 38 to 41. Yeah. Right. And, and that's a beautiful section of that book and, it, sure. you know, really, really cool. But, but, you know, of course it's the easy part to preach out of too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you, that's your reward for getting through this thing. You get to the end of it. Yeah. But, but yeah. you know, I've never I've never gone through it like we're going through. So I'm pretty pumped. I mean, I've yeah. gone through it myself, but never had sure. a pastor yeah. kind of run through it like you have, yeah. which is going to be awesome. Well, chapter three is tough. And uh, yep. just just to kind of relate with, with Joe, the pain of suffering. And uh, we'll get there Sunday. Love for you to join us. Yep. 830 and 1045 still. Yep. We're, and, and Go you're ahead. welcome to send in some questions. Well, I don't know if we have all the answers, but we'll we'll give it a best shot according to. We want some questions. I don't know if they. Uh, we want some questions. We we want them. We want you guys to ask us questions. They can be related to this. They cannot be related to this. We hope that they're yeah. related to this, so we don't have to work too hard to find them. But um, uh, tell them some things coming up. Yeah, so I'm going to try to go in order here. Let's see. We've got October the 17th, which is this Saturday. Um, myself, Courtney, Josh. And Lindsay are singing uh, on the square out here, and it's—I I should know the answer to this, but I, now I can't remember. But it's just—it's basically with all of the things going on that First Church has joined up, and they're—they're going to do just a, just basically a patriotic event centered around Jesus. Uh, uh, Gary Greiser, Uncle Gary, is singing. Uh, we're going to sing three songs. Should be a really good time. It's supposed to yeah. be good weather so far. It's Tuesday right now, so it's uh, what time is it? Saturday? Nine a.m. Okay, nine a.m. and it's out in the new the new square out here at. Um, it's nice out at there. Burlington. Yeah, they yeah. got the little gazebo or the pergolas yeah. and all that stuff. That you, so it should be really good. Um, Sunday we'll be in chapter three, and uh, we we're having a next steps class. If anybody wants to know more about yep. being a part of Burlington Baptist, that'll be right after the second service. Love yep. to love to have you for that. Um, we got the men's breakfast. Am I skipping over anything? That's the 24th. Yeah, so we've got 18th now. 24th men's breakfast, that's Saturday. Um, I, I mentioned this Sunday morning, but uh, there is an online sign-up, and then Joanne actually sent an email to everybody who she had their email address. So if you want to do open that email, there's a little link to click in there, and then yep. uh, they'll put you on there. That way they'll know um, how the, much food to make. Then the 25th, if you want to join us at 6 o'clock, we're going to have an ordination service for the Danny. Yeah, I'm I'm, ex- I'm trying not to get too like too excited about that, but I've got all my, my, a lot of my buddies showing up that are yeah, you know, singing. Awesome. We're going we're play some music and good. hopefully awesome. somebody will say at least one nice thing about me. Well, we're we're trying to think. We're trying don't to let he- Tina talk. Trying to get our heads together okay. around that. <laughs> but uh, and then we've got the 28th that Wednesday. That's a that's a lot of stuff packed in a 10 day period. But we've got the 28th and that is candy on the corner. Yep. Um. And there's the waffle truck or the the funnel cake truck. Funnel waffle cake truck. truck. Yep. Yep. Uh, the funnel cake truck, which again we've I have personally relabeled all of Danny's favorite things because they got the truck. Yeah. Because they got funnel cakes and they got corn dogs and they got deep fried Oreos. Oh man. So that's that's good. Yeah. So that's they got just, more than that, people. But, but we'll uh, just stop in October because that's a lot of stuff <laughs> coming up. But uh, when Thanksgiving next month and we got a bunch of stuff on already starting to get some things on calendar for for November and December. Awesome. Thank yeah. you for joining us, Danny. Pray, pray for I us. I will do it, Lord. Just thank you so much uh, again for the opportunity to look uh, to look into this book, Lord, and just find some things in here that that we that some of us may have read before, but they're just going to speak to us in different ways and and speak to us in a way that that just uh, gives us a little bit deeper understanding about um, 
about you and, and about how we react and, and to, to adversity and, and how you're teaching us, Lord, and that you're always, always behind us. And we thank you so much for that. Well, we just want to lift up all of the people in our church. We've got so much going on with uh, cancer treatments and diagnoses and operations and, and things like that. And we just want to lift all of them up to you. And, and like we said, we just, a couple of those, we know that we, we, we need a miracle, Lord, and you're the one who can deliver that. Lord, just uh, continue to bless us in the things that we have coming up. Lord, help us to do them safely and help them uh, to just glorify you in everything that we do. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.